And I got GQ coming. Holy shit, man. So I got to deal with that. Yeah, that's the thing about if you do what I do and talk how I talk, GQ don't talk to you. <laughs> you watched the Barbie movie? I'm not going to know. I didn't watch the Barbie movie, and I didn't like it if okay. I had seen it. But trapping doesn't necessarily mean selling drugs. Like, you on tour. Touring is trapping. Okay, I'll call it that. You're trapping, man. You yeah, out man, here I've, been, I've been trapping for weeks now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax your eye. now while you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax your eye. now while you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's up, dude? It's the Danny Brown Show coming to y'all live from Wild Mate Studios here in Austin, Texas. I got the booth boys with me. How y'all fellas doing? Great. What's up, Danny? How you doing? Good, man. Chilling, chilling. We got no other than Willa Walker Jr. in the house, man. How what's you up, doing, man? man? Good to see you. Thanks for coming, I'm very through, happy man. to be here. Big fan. Oh, shit. Likewise, man. You make some fucking dirty ass songs. So you know we what? definitely have that connection. I, years ago, when I started hearing your shit, I was like, man, this would be a good guy to b- collaborate with one of these days. Hell yeah, man. I'm down. Definitely yeah. down. Do you remember like a year ago, we met in the lobby here when I was doing yeah, 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 Tom definitely. and Christina's show, and I said, I'd love to have you on a song, but I go, my beats are kind of country. I don't know if and you, <laughs> yeah, you remember, I could rap to anything. Do you remember what you said? You said the exact same thing. You go, <laughs> you go dude, I could rap to anything. I can. That's just like, I guess that's one of my. Uh, I don't know. That's like my humble brand. I almost thought about you on the new record. I should have had you yeah, on. Yeah, should have hit me up. We'll man. do some remixes. We'll do. I'm definitely and I and I definitely love to always um, experiment with different genres. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, my but new I, album's a little more rock, so I think you could probably. No, that's easy. Yeah, you I'd, could probably do that even easier. I'm definitely. Um, so this, so you got the new album. So um, was that um, how was the process? Or, or what was the whole thought process behind going more in a rock direction? Well, to be honest with you country right now is just turned into fucking lame shitty pop and i kind of wanted to i've always been more into like this reason why i love your shit is because i like music that's fucking hard mm-hmm. you know like good country used to be hard you know like yeah. fucking wailing and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. willie the old shit because they, they was gangsters yeah that's they, what it was they were literally they were literally <laughs> gangsters yeah they had guns on mm-hmm. them and shit yeah. and then now it's just pussies playing pop music i'm like i don't want to be associated with this shit so i'll just pl- make some fucking rock music and oh, fucking crank it up and yeah, it's been it's been cool. The audience finally we get to do fucking lights and cool oh, shows shit, and shows. Yeah. And man, I can I say one thing before I keep going. Yeah. So I decided, and you can relate to this. I decided I'm gonna start because my last tour I got a little too fucked up. Mm-hmm. This tour I'm gonna do a sober tour. Oh shit! And I just had two coffees and an allergy pill, and I'm fucking flying right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. That's the crazy part, man. Um Coffee, man, I swear I should have like one step from Coke sometime, man. I, I'm I, telling you, this heavy this heavy allergy pills got me going crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I swear. So I, anyway, I, that's my new, that's my adult getting fucked I've up. I've definitely been, I had some of that strong fucking Colombian coffee or some shit and be like, <laughs> what the fuck did I just do, man? I don't know like, what's going on. I shit feel like. got my heart beating fast. I'm sweating, like all type of shit, man. I feel like I'm on drugs right now. So yeah, motherfuckers that can drink like seven cups of coffee a day, man. I'm like, that's just like you, you definitely like one step from being a cokehead. Like I swear to God. But you know, older you get, man, you be needing that caffeine, man. Hey, hey man, up. yeah. I just woke up from the bus and I'm like, I needed it. So you on tour now? Yeah, we're playing tonight here. Oh, we're at. I think the Moody Theater. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. All right, that's what's up, man. Someone told me it's scalable, like you can make it up. And I was like, so if my show that they can scale it down to like ten people, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. 
but yeah, the movie theater is a, a, a big, a big venue, man. It's yeah. definitely. I've been to a few shows there. It's definitely been. It's definitely a come dope. tonight, man. It's definitely. I, I'm. I, I um. I have so much fucking shit that I got to do, man. But if I definitely can make some time, I definitely will. Sounds like you and the rest of Austin got a lot of shit to do tonight. So you, you going do, around doing press and shit? Yeah, man. And it's been I fucking hate photo that. shoots after photo shoots. Fucking, I got GQ coming. Holy shit, man. So I got to deal with that. Yeah, that's the thing about if you do what I do and talk how I talk, GQ don't talk to you. <laughs> yeah. My press tour is like... This is my. You're at my press tour. Yeah, right yeah. God damn it! Well, I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy that you fucking pulled up on me, man. Yeah. I this is this is it. That's all I got. But yeah, man. Fucking. I mean, I'm a fly motherfucker, though. You know. Yeah, but I'm saying, saying you got so. style. I got nothing. <laughs> so I don't even think it has anything to do with my music. I think it's more so the way I look and shit. But I mean, I guess that that's a good compliment for myself. Well, oh, you gotta we gotta get attention some way, yeah. you know. But your music's but, fucking. But killer. country music never been like into like fashion and shit. That's well, no, they all dress the fuck. I mean, this is a this is like a ten dollar Wrangler shirt. Mm-hmm. I got like twenty of them. That's what I wear. But no, I, I will say I definitely um, you know, messed around with some Western gear. And some of that shit get expensive, man. Them boots oh, and yeah, shit. Oh yeah, they got fucking dudes who two thousand dollar boots and I shit. I know dudes who've got the exact same shirt as this, but they paid. Two thousand. Yeah, for it yeah. With so some it's designer. not like that shit don't be cheap. Like you can definitely even the hats and shit, man. I don't seen fucking. I was like, God damn! I thought this shit was nah, man. That shit's some baller see, shit too. See, I thought about this early when I did my first album cover. I bought the cheapest version of everything, knowing I would have to wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to have to like get ten backups of some thousand dollar hat or something. Yeah, yeah. So I like bought the cheapest version of everything, which I'm kind of regretting now. Because it, um, it kind of get fucks up quicker. Or shit yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, and, and then. It's hard to find, you know. This is this hat better last me the rest of my life. I can't find another one. <laughs> All right, we'll jump into some of these ask Danny's, man. You can always hit me up, Danny at the dannybrownshow.com. That's Danny at the dannybrownshow.com. First up, we got half ass peen. Ask Danny. Hey, Danny. I've been talking to this oh, guy for about <clears throat> three years. Half ass peen? Yeah. Okay. We are in no way in a relationship, but we just fucking. Recently, in the past year, we haven't been fucking like we used to, and he keeps saying he always tired and shit, but calling me over at 2 a.m. when he get done trapping. My question is, should I continue to go over his house and get half-ass pain, or should I just let it go? Also, shouts out to your barber. Love your cuts. Yours truly, green hair baldy. Um, I mean, sometimes, man, motherfuckers just, just be tired, man. That's, that's really some truth to that shit, but not necessarily probably tired and, like, um, physical you just tired of that pussy, man. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After a while, man, you just need to um, get some new pussy, man. Yeah, so, I, I think if, if you think I half ass pain, you gotta you gotta cut that shit off. I think. Yeah, I mean, or it could be something in his diet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get some magnesium and shit up in his system, man. He's just ain't many. You know, after a long day of trapping, man, last thing you thinking about some pussy, man. You know, it's a. It's a it's a rough road out there, trapping man. So what does that mean? Long day selling of drugs. Oh, okay. See, I don't know. I don't know this shit. Yeah, trapping is selling drugs. Yeah. Mac and my, we didn't call it trapping. We just called it slanging. So I don't see. Look, you, look who you're talking to. The term what, do you, what, what do you got? What do you call it? Uh, white people shit. Yeah, white. Yeah, people white people. Shit. Uh, we don't know that trapping. We, uh, trapping. Yeah. I mean, but it. I actually love that term better than slanging because trapping it, it kind of has some like um, social commentary within it. I mean, trapping. If you're selling drugs, you're trapped. You're just putting yourself in a cycle. I hear that. I'm going to start saying that when I get back to Nashville. Yeah, I mean, trapping, but trapping doesn't necessarily mean selling drugs. Like, you on tour. Touring is trapping. Okay, I'll call it that. You're trapping, man. You yeah, man, I've been, I've been trapping for weeks now. And I'm, and <laughs> when, does, when does this fucking trap end? Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, trapping doesn't necessarily mean it just means hustling. It's just another way of saying hustling. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But it's the music business is that's a perfect name. It's for a that. trap. The music business is trapping nonstop. Yeah, the music business is trapping definitely, man. Because there's no, it is a fucking trap. Yeah, once you get in it, you can't get out. They motherfucking yeah. got your publisher. <laughs> they, <laughs> they got everything. Yeah, they motherfucking try to get another job. They start garnishing your checks and shit. Like, hold up, nigga, you still owe me from that album. You wouldn't have read. Yeah, man, you got to watch that shit. Are you? Yeah. I got a lot. Unfortunately, the people who watch my shit, they're trapping too, and they're yeah, fucking me. Yeah, they trapping. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got is this the move? What's up, Danny? My ex hit me up out of nowhere, telling me she's moving next month and wants me to move in with her. It's kind of weird because we don't even talk that often, and this is some out of left field shit. What should I do, Alexander? Uh, moving in with an ex man. I mean, if if. That's a tricky, man. Moving in with a woman is definitely um, a tricky, a slippery slope, man. It's a, it's a slippery slope, but it's also moving in with an ex sounds... I can't tell if it's worse or better. No, I don't know, man. It's because, I mean... Uh, I'd that, never do With it. the intentions of getting back... Yeah, I wouldn't do that shit either, man. I, I almost think, like, this bitch setting me up to kill me or some shit, man. Like, that don't sound like the move. But, no, yeah, if it's... Especially if it's some left field shit, man, I wouldn't... I mean, just moving in with a woman anyway, unless you, are you paying all the bills, you know? Like, what's what's the bill situation? Well, you, you know? the way, what you said before is what I thought about. was like, is this like a horror movie, you know? Yeah. Is like, it's like a trick to get you in there and then. I mean, she had X for a reason, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I mean. I will say with rent nowadays, maybe people just have to start living with their exes. I, I have seen it in New York. Motherfuckers been broke up for years, but they still live together because they can't find nowhere else to go. Like, hold up. This two bedroom cost a little hold up, man. We got to stay here, man. So, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, man. That's 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 a crazy one. I guess it's depending on where y'all living at in in the economy of that place, man. Because I'm pretty sure, like a lot of these places, like New York and L.A., man, you don't really got no choice, man. Especially yeah. when you find in spots like especially places where it's just like there's more people there than ever. So it's like I bet that's happening more in like New York and L.A. shit, where it's like we're breaking up. I'm going back to my room. Yeah, don't like we ain't together no more, but we ain't gonna be able to find a yeah. a good rent like this. This is a great spot, yeah. man. We We're gotta in a rent control place. Out. Yeah, we gotta stick this out. All right, next up we got Terza. Hey, Danny and the Booth Boy, I saw you said you were listening to the new Terza album. I love seeing one of my favorite artists like another one of my favorite artists. What do you think of her new album? What else you been listening to, lady? Cheers, Danny. See you on December fourth in London, Gunny. Oh yeah, I love that fucking album, man. I just I'm more of a um, just UK shit, but I definitely say, man, I just really love the cohesion of that album. It's one of those ones you can just put on and just let it flow. I mean, just that whole concept of her using the piano with the break beats and shit like that. So, and she has a beautiful voice, you know, the songwriting. It's, it just gives me that. It makes me feel like I'm in London. That's the kind of album. Who that I is love. it? Terza. She's um, she's dope as fuck, man. I'll listen to that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a moody album. It's very dark in some sense, but it's it, it's a vibe, you know. Well, I'm always looking for new hip hop. You know, I, th I think that streaming is some ways hurt it because I used to be. What I used to do is I'd go to the record store and I'd be like, "Who's the new Run?" Because Run DMC was my f mm -hmm. first hip hop artist, my favorite still. And I'd be like, "Who's the new Run DMC? Who's the new?" And I go to the record store nowadays. I'll just be on Spotify. I'll just listen to Run DMC. Yeah, but I, don't I will look for say the new shit. another good thing. Of I mean, you know, I'm, I feel what you're saying too. But I do like. You know, you listen to enough albums and shit, and it started giving you those recommendations. Your your algorithm. Yeah, they always seem to send me the fucking. No, I've been I've I've actually got up on some dope shit where you know just from from recommendation, like oh shit, this you okay. Know, you check it out. And well, it's here coming here's the guy recommendation. I love Run DMC. Who should I be listening to? I mean, 
I know Red there's no, no, like 30 years old. I know, I mean, but, <laughs> like, but I'm no fucking old. Listening. But I'm saying, who's the new? You're hard. Who else is hard out there? Um, in that in that reign of like just hip hop, like um, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of, of what would be like. Or just give me anybody in that lane. Me, I've been listening to a lot of fucking. I've been listening to just a lot of UK shit. Like, really? Oh yeah, like a lot of drum and bass. And I had an Uber driver the other day told me. The best hip hop was coming from the UK. I thought he was joking. I mean, grime has always been one of my top genres. Like huh. that new Streets album, I really love. Um, but no, I mean, as far as like hard shit, man, like I don't know, man, because I feel like um, I've just been kind of, I've been kind of, I've been listening to like a lot of hyper pop and shit. Like I listen to like Hundred Gags and like Frost Children, and I don't know. I think um, once I kind of got sobered up and shit, certain music don't hit the same. Like, I just not about to sit around and listen to a motherfucker talking about killing me and fucking my bitch for <laughs> two hours. It's like, hold up, man. I need something that's going to make me happy or put me in a good mood. So I can't say I've really been listening to much hip hop. I love that new Mike album. Um, yeah, man. Mike? I, is yeah. that not Killer Mike, just no, Mike? No, Mike, just Mike. But the new Killer album, the um, Killer Mike album is, is good. As well. That's that. something you should check out. Yeah, I would feel I like that Ki- would be I love more. Killer Mike, yeah, I'll listen to that. Killer Mike new album is great. It's actually fucking nominated for some Grammys, man. So we're going to pray up for my homie. Hope he win, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I've I've, I've probably more so been into um, instrumental shit. Yeah, I, that helps me sleep a lot of the time. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, it makes me feel like I'm in my own superhero movie. You know what yeah, I'm well, saying? Or you just got a beat player and you just walking around and shit. You're like, oh shit. But I've been just so much focused on making my own music, man. Sometimes when I'm like in recording mode and making music mode, I don't like to listen to outside. I, I, I will listen to like older shit just that I, that I listened to as a kid just to, you know, inspire me and make me realize what I loved about that shit and try to implement that into what I'm doing. That's what I usually do. When I make a new record, I go, I go, while I'm listening to the record, I don't want to listen to any new shit. Yeah. I just go to the old shit. Because it, it kind of just, I don't know, it, it's it's hard not to, you know, start thinking, and especially when certain shit is popular, you just be like, oh, this is what they fucking with, you know, and it's just, I don't know. Not that, not that it's fucking like, because that's one thing I hate is being like considered a biter. Oh, I'm, yeah, no one's ever accused me of that. <laughs> and, but yeah, I want to make, I don't listen to as far as country goes, ain't ain't been good new country for fucking 20 years, so I don't listen to any of that shit. Trap King Sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. As you know, being from Detroit, I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan, and everything has been going great with us. It's been so fun watching the Lions. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DannyB. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DannyB. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility gaming resources the essential tool your workout really needs is FitBot. it's a fitness app that creates completely personalized workouts that adapt as you improve whether you're a seasoned gym goer or just starting your fitness journey FitBot will push you to make progress it's like having your own personal trainer but better it's cheaper you can work out anytime anywhere with or without equipment it's easy to build a custom fitness plan that works for you 
FitBot is great. It's been helping me get in shape for the new year. As we know, everybody got their resolutions. And one for me is just to stay in shape. FitBot even tracks your muscle recovery so you can avoid burnout and keep your momentum. It's easy to learn new movements the right way with over 1,000 demonstration videos. Add FitBot to your workout essentials. Join FitBot today and get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbot.me slash Danny B. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Danny B. So what is your um, process like as far as like when you're coming up with these songs and shit? Well, like- what I do is I try to, I come up with, like I just, what I do is I think, and it's probably similar to you, I think of what's the most fucked up stories I can think of about my life or my mm-hmm. friend's life and just go backwards from there. I'll just start playing guitar and like, this sounds hooky or catchy and then I'll just be like, what kind of rhymes with this? I go backwards. Like this is a catchy sounding melody and I'll go. What's a fucked up story that goes along to it, you know? From my life, or sometimes the songs are about Oh, so buttons. you're saying you write hook first? Yeah, I do. I'll still be, I'll be humming. Yeah, I write hook first, too. Yeah, cool. I do hook once, because I feel like, um, I mean, you know, that's the strongest part, so it's like... I, yeah, I always think, I always feel like my albums would be the same if I was just humming, and then, mm-hmm. and then when I decide to put lyrics on, fucking shit come up first, so that's, yeah. what, that's what gets me in trouble with the algorithm, <laughs> algorithms and shit. So I got a question for you. So the new records now, this was made back... When you were fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. So is it weird promoting an album that you're? No, I I I feel like it would have been, but the more you know, I just get caught up into just being sober and my sobriety and everything and recovery. It's a part of my story. But is it kind of like you're another guy made it a little bit? No, because it's a part of my story, and to me, I feel like this is the a beautiful ending to it. So cool. for people well, that's being a, that's able a cool to see way of looking me, at it, man. make it out of that, you know what I'm saying? I get hit up by a lot of people all the time. I, I'm inspiring them and, you know, to, to take the steps to get help and do things like that. So it would be one thing if I was putting this album out when I was still fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that um, I'm, I'm doing way better, I'm happier with my life and everything. So I'm, I want people to see the darkness and show them I'm living in the light now. You know what I'm well, saying? That's actually a cool way to look at it is you're promoting an album with positivity but the album has darkness. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, but you know, it's like um, for me, I feel like I'm closing a chapter with that. You know what I'm That's saying? Cool. Like with all the albums that I made, I feel like this is the end. This is the last chapter, and I'm closing a book on that on that part of my life. And you know, so and it's like it's like even me performing. I, I thought it would be weird for me to like perform these songs about me getting fucked up and shit like that. But at the end of the day, it's like that was a part of my story. So for people to you know see me you know come from that into where I'm at now, man, it's like. You know, I, I, I would feel like a super hypocrite if I just now be like, I'm on some all sober shit. Because I always hated those people. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I did, one of my tours recently, so I got I got really fucked up on that tour. And I came back and I was not, I don't want to get in details, but I ended up on fucking IVs. I was mm-hmm. like out of it. And I've been kind of, I don't want to say, I don't want to cause controversy, but I was, I've been kind of on the more sober end since that. And I've been certainly on tour. I haven't because you can't you can't get fucked up on tour. It's too mm-hmm. hard. So my first show back sober was like I got so nervous. Once you get that first one out of the way, it's, yeah. so, it's so easy to perform. That's really how my drinking really started. Like I I never really was like a heavy drinker, but it started with touring, and I would um, just yeah. be so nervous to go on stage. And I have those couple drinks, and then it, everything would become fun. It'd well, be a after party, I, you know, after I went to the hospitals, where you say that I was like, you know, I can't. How am I gonna not go on tour with? How am I gonna go on tour without yeah. with, without drinking? It seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. But 
it's kind of cool to wake up in the morning and not oh, feel like man. fucking Who shit. Telling? That's the one thing I do not miss. Mm. And I always thought it was making it easier for me because I was able to go on stage and have fun and, you know, be drinking and shit. But I realized how much harder I was just making everything else. Well, let me tell you this. I don't know. If you, if, I'm not interrupting him. No, no. I, so I came back from a tour and I got back. I went to the grocery. I'm at the checkout and I'm talking to the clerk. It's been, I've been back for a week of just being completely fucked up. And she was checking out my fucking food. And I just fucking barfed on the fucking thing. Oh, shit. And she was like, you know, do you need to call a doctor? I was like, no, no, no. Then I couldn't find my fucking car. <laughs> and, the, and I didn't know who to call. So I, at the time, it was before I met my wife and shit. My co- I called my cousin. Can you pick me up at the grocery? I don't know where my car is. I just barfed on the checkout lady. Mm-hmm. And she came and picked me up and took me to the hospital. Oh, shit. They put me up on IVs. And I'm like, okay, it's time to maybe start, quit acting like a fucking dipshit. And yeah. Kind of got my shit together after that. All right, we're jumping to some white people shit. Well, you got the right guy for that. <laughs> white people shit. Renaissance fairs. Dear Danny, I think it's pretty obvious that Renaissance fairs are white people shit. They go into costume and role players if they were in the back of medieval England. I've never been to one, but I'm curious what you think of them. And if you would attend, apparently some of them have cleavage contests. By the way, I love you. Love Shane. No, I think um, that's just like cultural shit. Yeah, I'm real fucking white. I don't know what the fuck yeah, that is. Yeah, Renaissance fairs, man. I, I love those dresses they wear. That's like cool shit. I mean, you know, I, I just think it's certain cultural shit, man. That's just like a cultural thing, man. I, yeah. And I would definitely love to attend, but I think it's a lot of heavy drinking goes on at Renaissance fairs, I, I, would, I would like to think. But um, yeah, no, it definitely seemed like a good time. It's more of a cultural thing, which I guess white people shit could be considered cultural in some sense. Yeah, it's kind of like the video game guys who dress up like the characters. <laughs> like cosplay? Yeah. Yeah, in that it's sense, it, like is. That, yeah. it is. Like, it it's is more like, nerdy than anything. What? <laughs> it's like, but I guess nerd, and nowadays nerdy, I think, is white. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. Nerd is his own genre. It's not yeah. even a race. That's just. Yeah, I would say nerd. Nerd knows no color. Yeah, nerd knows no color. Trust me. But um, because I would say if anything, man, nothing more nerdy than like those. I don't. I don't even gonna say that. All right, all right, all right. All right. Now say it. <laughs> that was like Indian dudes doing. <laughs> that be, when you call it, be uh like the niggas that work at T-Mobile and shit. Them like the worst. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're dressing. What are they dressing up as? They'd be mean, the nerdiest motherfuckers the work, ever. Dressing up like a guy who works at T-Mobile. They would be the nerdiest motherfuckers ever. Yeah. That's what a guy. All right. Next up, we got Forklift Super Bowl. Hey, Danny, much love from the UK. I really love the podcast. It's absolutely brilliant to listen to you on the way to work. And as someone raised not far from Detroit, you didn't get to see you from the UK. I can listen to some of the things you mentioned and maybe miss the mid. Okay. Anyway, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and came across Stapler Cup, which I believe is a competitive forklift event held in Germany. To be fair, it was quite entertaining. Is that some white people shit or what? Big up, booth boys. Keep up the good work. LKG. Now, I don't know what the Stapler Cup is. I never heard of no shit like this. You know about this, any? Bro, it's white people shit, but it's fire. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, this you see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know All what right. this is. They, they fucking check out balance the and tires cup. on forklifts and shit. Das große Finale. Es geht um die deutsche Meisterschaft im Staplerfahren und das beste nationale und internationale Team. Die besten Staplerheldinnen und Helden aus 23 Regionalmeisterschaften haben sich qualifiziert. Vier Wettbewerbe, 15 Mannschaften in der Firmenteammeisterschaft, 12 Damen und 23 Herren in den Einzeldisziplinen. Diesmal auch wieder dabei der Nations Cup. Mannschaften aus zehn Ländern treten gegeneinander an. 
mit Teamplay und geballter Stabler. Das Tolle an dem Stabler Cup ist definitiv. I just get PTSD every time a motherfucker talk German. I watch so much German porn because them motherfuckers be disgusting. So every time I just hear some motherfuckers. I've never seen German porn. What's what's German? Is German? They be doing some shit. They be fucking. The motherfuckers get nasty in Germany, man. They got some shit going on. I mean, what what they don't do is the question. I've never I've never seen German porn. Yeah, so I've just been yeah, so German they give me but yeah that used to be uh, uh, one of my favorite genres German porn so you would actually search German yeah you can just click it they they, they, they definitely have their own section because they be doing some crazy shit hmm. German motherfuckers man yeah it's just nasty over there man but actually every time I've been to Germany man it's always been a good time I've always had fun in Germany I've never been I wonder if they dig my music in Germany I think country I don't know does country leave the states I don't. That's a good question. What's weird is just the other day, my my people were asking me that we're getting some offers in Europe. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you think I should go? I don't know if I want. Yeah, to go. definitely. I mean, it's nothing like you know seeing the world and just exploring different cultures and shit. Just for that reason alone, I mean, and and I'm pretty. Like I said, I was saying that just. I really was asking that question because I'm never really heard of anyone talk about country music outside of America. I think they. The, what worries me is I think they they want to see me as like just to like look at me and point like mm-hmm. you know look at this. But I'm saying every genre of music has to have fans everywhere. So I'm pretty sure it's someone in fucking, you know, anywhere, of course. If someone told me there's a lot of rednecks in Australia. Definitely. I I would definitely. So, yeah, I could see I could see people listening to um, country music in Australia. I can see the Spotify shit. My biggest fan is definitely U.S. And I think it's maybe Australia. I can see Australia. And a lot of the weird like Sweden and shit like that. Yeah. But because I never. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, of course. Like it's definitely deep down american but it's really like america's genre like yes that's that's american music like you know like well isn't all but all music is american music yeah i guess good music and i think about it i mean yeah in some sense huh i mean i don't you know no one's up i guess i guess some of the art like you know beatles and shit they yeah they took American but music were, and, and but they were like but they took it from America. They took it from America. Yeah. None of it. No, no one. There's not a genre of music where you go, man. That started in fucking Germany. I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm kind of my my mind's kind of blown right now because even when I think of like a lot of the like um electronic music and shit, it was inspired from shit motherfuckers was doing in the states. And but I mean, I'm pretty sure. Don't get me to uh, start lying and talking shit, man. So yeah, whatever, no, man. everything good is American. I'll say it. You want? I don't want to get you in trouble. I wouldn't say um, not 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 far as like fashion shit. No, I'm not I talking about fashion. Like I'm talking about music, clothes. Oh, music. Yeah, I bet. But I'm not saying all the good shit is America. I'm saying it all started here. Well, yeah, it was start, but then they will always put this crazy experimental take on it. Then we get it back, and you know, it's just I don't know. I I I do love that about music in some sense. How motherfuckers push each other creatively in that sense, where you're like, oh, these motherfuckers doing this shit. And you know, what's a weird back. thing is. Uh, is someone told me once he had his theory on, and he was kind of a smart music guy. He said, America has the best solo artists, but Europe has the best bands. He says, because Americans are more selfish. Because if you look at the greatest artists of all time, it's kind of Beatles were a group, the Stones were a group, but mm-hmm. then it's like Elvis, Dylan, you know. It's, there's no real, who's the best American band of You're all right. time? There's no great American band. You're right. Because it started, and I'm a, here's, I'm going to throw out something. It started when Aerosmith got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I think it was Kid Rock called him the greatest American band of all time, and everyone made fun of him. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, well, who is it? 
There's no great American band because all the American, the, all the bands were from yeah Europe. You're right because the Americans were all Elvis and mm-hmm. solo, or you know, type Muddy show. Waters and you know, solo. Yeah. Damn, I didn't think about that. But yeah, because yeah. they want all the money. To that. They want their money for themselves. They want to split it with three other dudes. I mean, you when you out here trapping, man, you can't yeah. be splitting the pile up fifty ways, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You Elvis, did, Elvis was getting ripped off by his manager. He didn't want to split that with three other dudes. Yeah, fuck that shit, man. I actually seen that Fleet, Elvis movie. Fleetwood Mac was a good American. I, I, I actually seen that recently on a plane. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch this Elvis movie. It wasn't bad. I was it like, was weird. I thought. I think I thought I was gonna hate it, and it actually turned out. No, it was kind of. It, it was kind of cool. Like same with you. I'm like I know this about to be some bullshit. I, I, but I guess when you coming into it with low expectations, I was gonna say the best movies are the ones where this is gonna be shit, mm-hmm. and then I watch it. Like I watched. Actually, I'm not even gonna say it'll ruin my image, but. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say something about that had the word Barbie in it, but I'm not gonna you say it. You watched the Barbie movie? I'm not gonna. No, I didn't watch the Barbie movie, and I didn't like it if okay. I had seen it. Um, but I did watch the Elvis movie, thinking this is gonna be some fucking bullshit, and mm-hmm. it was fucking pretty. It was pretty yeah, cool. I, I, but like you say, but I, um, whenever you watch a movie thinking it's in low expectations, maybe Barbie. I'm not gonna say, but if you watch a movie thinking it's gonna suck and it doesn't completely fucking suck, it pretty it's still pretty good. My girl was watching the Barbie movie, and I seen a couple scenes from it, and it looked it. It seemed pretty dope. I understand it like it was like some female empowerment type of. Yeah, type I don't. Of deal. I, don't, I did not want my wife with any female empowerment. <laughs> That's what. But I did. I did fall asleep during it. But so yeah, I actually seen that, and I thought that was a good message from it. From what I was seeing, I was like, oh, this that seemed pretty dope. That seemed pretty dope. But it was not. I mean, I'm not a movie watching motherfucker to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you, kind of planes. Tour, touring is when I watch the yeah, most. Yeah, if I'll I'm watch on a plane or something and I'm like, all right, fuck it, my Steam Deck is dead, I'll watch a movie, you know, tired of listening to podcasts and shit. i watch it, I, you know, especially when you got like that two hours left, you're like, oh, this movie's a, it's going to knock, you know, by the time I'm done, we'll be landing. I feel like movies are also too fucking long now. That's why I dig your podcast, too. I'm sick of these fucking four-hour podcasts. Yeah. Who is this one that I saw the other day is like, Someone was telling me about some new podcast, and I looked through his episode. It was some dude. I don't. Remember. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saving it. I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. And he had this episode like, "Are you having erectile problems?" And I was like, oh, "I'll listen to this." And it said it was fucking four hours long. Damn, four hours about limp dick. Well, I'm don't just know. like, can you sum that up in twenty fucking seconds? Yeah, I mean, give me the answer. I'm just not trying to hear everybody talk about limp dicks for four hours. Well, that's what they said. The subject of that podcast was it was four hours long. God damn, let's spin the wheel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Taylor Swift, man. I love Taylor Swift, man. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? You know what? I'm not a fan, but I actually, I, she just came to Nashville and played the football stadium three nights in a mm-hmm. row. So it's hard. Like I said, I don't, I don't. Here's the main thing about her I don't really, I don't listen to music and go, it's good, but I also am smart enough to know it ain't made for me. Yeah. But anyone who can saw it three nights at a football stadium, I can't get mad, you know? I mean, I give her all the props in the world for. You know what she did to the music industry in general with that whole re-recording all her albums over. Yeah, I was gonna say that's kind of kind of hip hop shit is yeah, is she, telling the fucking old. Re- so, how much do you hate a fucking record label to redo your album and fuck them over that? To bad? the point, yeah. Now they're trying to do some shit to stop that shit. So like she's she's changed the game in that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? So I definitely got to give her all the props in the world, man. So I love um, Taylor Swift, but I did see that we had Andre 3000 up there, and it made me think that's a group that rock as hard as fucking. Have you ever been into Outkast? Oh, I love Outkast. Oh yeah. yes, I would think like that would be the next Run DMC in some sense. 
Yeah, but I think I re- I over listened to it when it came out. Yeah, but I need I need to listen again. No, like, he did. Did he, he never made a solo record? Did no, he? he's actually releasing a solo album, but it's a flute album. He Ooh, plays the flute what? now. Yeah, Andre two thousand. He yeah, so it's going to be like a jazz. He plays flute. Do you think that's a? Uh, you're not going to say because you don't want to start any shit. No, I, do I, you do you think he's that's like he had writer's block and doesn't want to do? No, he always wanna... he always talked about it that he felt like um him with rap music he's just outgrown it in some sense and he don't feel like he really have anything to say which we all believe is the crock of bullshit because he's one of my biggest influences and I believe he always got something to say and, and he just feels like you know he's he's too old to be making hip hop in some sense but um. I'm I'm definitely going to check out the flute album. I mean, yeah. anything. Yeah, he's going to get a lot. Of sh- like, feels like he's going to get a lot of shit for no, it. No, people are seem to be excited. I mean, to be honest, he's always been a, an amazing producer. Like on the Love Below, he had a, a few like instrumental style tracks and shit. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the fucking flute album is amazing. You know what I'm saying? You know why I think it's cool? Because it'd be cool if I loved a flute album. Because mm-hmm. I don't. I gotta say, in my arsenal right now, I got no flute albums yeah. that I listen to. So <laughs> to have a cool one, it might be kind of cool. And I just feel like, um, even for what he's doing, is almost like in some Taylor Swift kind of thing. To be honest, because you always feel like, um, I mean, not more so fucking over the record label, but as far as like hip hop guys, we always feel like we can't do anything else. And you know, a lot of this music we, we started some, out. He had some big acting gigs. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about in music. Yeah. And you know, he made the Love Below, which is one of my favorite albums ever, as well. And he switched genres with that shit. He's just a musical motherfucker. And I always say that us being hip hop artists in general, it's, it's comes from our environment in that sense. Like a lot of motherfuckers, just real musical motherfuckers. If we grew up in the fucking country neighborhood, we'll be making country. We just it, that was just the music of our environment. You know, I what would I'm agree with that. Yeah, and I'm like now that I think about it. I'll be fucking playing that Andre 2000 flute album real fast. Yeah, when it comes yeah. Out. I'm gonna check it out because I mean he's at the end of the day he's he's top tier. So it's like I wouldn't for him to be releasing music, it's got to be good. He's not gonna put out anything that's. I would step. agree with that. He's probably. I bet he's a. I don't obviously don't know the dude. He's probably a perfectionist too. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna be. And like I said, I'm already been into fucking. Like the, um, I want to say during like the um, pandemic, like COVID and all that shit, I definitely got more into jazz. Jazz was not a genre that I was, could say I was fond of. Yeah, I I don't know jazz. I, jazz is something I always pretend like I'm into it, but don't really know. Mm-hmm. So like, who who's who's who do you think is the best? Um, I mean, to me, Miles Davis. Obviously, that's like an yeah. easy fucking answer, but. Or Nick Coleman. I'll listen to all. Yeah, I want to. I want to get. I want to. When people ask if I listen to jazz, I want to say yes. But whenever I say yes, they start asking me about shit. I don't know what I'm talking. about. Yeah, but about. I would say Miles Davis. And then, in the words, for me, it was just always just like it, what it makes me feel. You know, music is a. You know, when you got lyrics and shit, you know, you know what they feel. You know, but a lot of that shit, like with jazz, what I really loved about it was like it's open for interpretation. Yeah, my problem without lyrics though is I find that without lyrics, my my attention span goes away. And all of a sudden, it becomes background music. Yeah, no, that's that's some truth to that. But that's I think that's the whole vibe of it in some sense too. Yeah, but, maybe it is. But in some sense, like the the lead, like how with Miles shit is, you know, you you listen to him play, and it's almost like you feel where he coming from. It's almost weird to say like with the horns. So, you well, know maybe I should try that. Pay more attention. So yeah, so so it's that yeah. So I really love. I would say, um, bitches brew, and you know, but yeah. All right, we get ready to get about this motherfucker. Let's spin the wheel one more time.
But yeah, thank you for coming through, man. I know, man. You know how hard it is when you're touring, man, to be fucking making stuff. Oh, yeah, oh dude. and we got right on Andre. So it was, it was hey, do you want to talk about Andre 3000 for a yeah, second? Yeah, man. The funniest thing, motherfuckers don't remember Andre 3000 had his own cartoon. You all remember that shit? I don't never saw like, one. He even had his own cartoon. What yeah, was that? It was like a, um, it was, uh, he was like teaching a music class. It was on Cartoon Network, yeah. I class of 3000. I did see him in, uh, he played Hendrix. Yeah, he did Hendrix. I wouldn't say that was the best um, yeah. movie in the world, but... What's was, your favorite Outkast album? My favorite Outkast album would be... Um, uh, it's always... I'm always bouncing back and forth between Equimini and AT Aliens, but I think it probably would be Equimini for the most part. But I really do love AT Aliens. I think, man, Outkast have had one of the best runs of any group. I would say that, too. What's the one where they're like that? Yeah, that Stankonia. Stankonia, yeah. That one's really good. That was, I, I love that album, too, but it took some years for me to appreciate it the right way, you know? But Equimini, yeah, for me, it's going to be Equimini. I, I can't really. I'll, I need to re-listen to that one. I can't really say, because that's just like the most, that's like top-tier music. Not necessarily even have anything to do with hip-hop to me. Like, that shit can stand. That shit can go blow for blow at any album of any genre. So when you make your albums, and sorry if I'm asking too many questions, like, no. how in, involved are you in the music part? It's all me. I mean, it's all I mean, I mean, not as far as, like, production, I'm obviously getting with producers and shit, and they produce shit, and it's just all about me figuring out what I like, and I write songs to them. But I do want to have more hands-on to the production in the future. But no, not far as like the production. I really can't say I have anything. I mean, but, but you you say you could say like change that beat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, we do a lot of post shit. Yeah, so yeah, that. But a lot of producers they don't like you fucking with their shit, man. Really? Hell no. That's like they hate that shit, man. So it's certain producers that don't mind. That's like you know, but it's some people that be like, man, you fucked with my beat. You fucked my beat up. You know. So there's people, and I always hear this, and I'm I'm more curious about anything. There's guys who do production. There's also guys who just do beats, right? I mean, production is beats. It's I mean, beats. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the same thing with us. So, yeah, but, but it is a difference between a producer and a beat maker. That's what I'm saying. Someone's got to do the melody and do all. It that took shit. me some to. I mean, I do all that shit. But I'm saying, as far as like producers, to me, it feel like um a person that produces that they'll come to you and be like, you know, this is the concept. This is what I want. They 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 guide you there. We're a beat maker. He just make beats and give it to you. He just make beats. Yeah, the and... weird thing that for me that's not weird, but it's different in hip hop is my first thing is I look for is as a guy comes from the songwriting world is who the songwriters are. Mm -hmm. And when you look up songwriters in hip hop, it's always like it's this giant list because there's always they put everyone who did the sample on the songwriting yeah, too. Yeah. So it's like Jesus Christ, this, yeah. this song has like twenty songwriters. But far as the writing, I'm I'm doing all the writing, and it's yeah. not like I have a um a thing with ghost writing or anything like but that. But you got to share the credit. Yeah, with the samples. With the, with yeah. the samples. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I've like I've been getting more into replays, if anything. What's re what's a replay? So like we sample a beat instead of clearing a sample, just get with uh, musicians and they just replay. Yeah, the see, sample. I don't understand why everyone doesn't do that. What? Yeah, because it loses a feeling, and sometimes yeah. it just. But the with the right players, you can make yeah, it even better. Yeah, and that's what I've learned. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. Because <laughs> in because in, in my world, all this time we will play like. I don't know, we'll play Eric Clapton and go, we want that kind of beat, and we'll start playing. And mm -hmm. By the time we take three, it's something totally different. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing, too. And you can switch little shits up and do a lot of shit. So, yeah, I'm getting more into replays, and I think that's where I'm going to be at, where, like, when I make beats and shit, like, me sampling and shit is almost like how you come up with the melody with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'd love to see you live with, like, a band behind no, you. No, we did one with Scaring the Hoes. It was, it was great. Yeah, that's but in concert. Would yeah, you yeah. Ever tour we with did, the band? We toured with a band. I uh, mean, we played, like, the big... The big cities like New York, LA. Yeah, it's a, God, a I got five band members right now. It's making me fucking broke. All right, we got. I mean, we got to get up out of here, man. I gotta um, 
So um, thank you for coming through, man. It was great thanks, to talk to you. Thanks, I'm a big fan. Thanks for having man. me, man. But yeah, man. So love y'all motherfuckers. We see y'all, man. Same time, same channel. You got some shit you want to plug? Yeah, I want to plug my new record, and I want to plug... Um, I want to plug Taylor Swift's tour. She's out there doing. <laughs> she's out there doing the Eras tour, and I think she's doing the round two of that. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure she sells out all three nights of every football stadium in America. Oh yeah, it's. it's I don't even think. Yeah, she good. She good money. But all right, mm -hmm. love y'all, motherfuckers. Peace. See y'all.